0: Welcome to the Bird's Eye View podcast. I'm Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer here along with Zach Berman and we're down here at the Care Complex. The Eagles are a few days away from playing the Vikings on Sunday and this was a game I think before the season you'd circle because both teams faced each other in the NFC Championship. Now I'm not sure that either team is really where we thought they'd be at this point. The Eagles are 2-2, two and two, not in desperate desperation mode but certainly uh, want to get a win and get back on track and the Vikings are 1-2-1 and, one. and they probably need to win more. Obviously, at this point in the season, I wouldn't say they're they're dead, but you know, teams in, in desperate measures sometimes play a little harder uh, than when they're not, and it's going to be a tough competition. I think for the Eagles, no matter what, just because of you know, there's a lot of talent on that Minnesota side. Um, what do you see on the offensive side? You know, new quarterbacks, certainly yes. with Kirk Cousins and the offensive coordinator, as we well know, is now. John Filippo, who was a quarterback's coach here for two years.
1: Yeah, so the system's different this year. They're saying it's, it's not necessarily the Eagles system. DiFilippo has a pretty extensive background, even beyond the Eagles. Um, but there are adjustments that you see, bringing Kirk Cousins in, in, in place of Case Keenum, Sam Bradford before that, new quarterback. Um, so those are the two major changes. Also, Dalvin Cook, if he's healthy, did not play in that championship game last year. But what jumps out more is just how pass-happy they've been this year. Game situations have dictated that more than anything else. They've been playing from behind. But Kirk Cousins is number one in the league in pass attempts. Vikings have the 32nd-ranked rushing offense. Uh, Jim Schwartz said this week that the Vikings have a defensive head coach. They're not going to stand for that much longer. They're expecting to run the ball. The Eagles like to stop the run. So pay attention to the status of Dalvin Cook um, because if Cook's not out there, that that running game is really diminished. And the Eagles are going to try to get the Vikings to pass and get after them. With the avenge they have on the defensive line against Minnesota's offensive line.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to try and run the ball, but I mean, you know, looking at the Eagles' secondary and the, how poorly it's played um, at points this season. I wouldn't say they have played poorly for all four games. I think two of those wins, I think you can say that the the defense won them for the Eagles. Um, but they would be neglectful if they didn't attack Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby mm-hmm. and a free safety in Avante Ab- uh, Ab- Maddox, Maddox, who's you know, played the position for the first time in his career last week. Are you expecting him to play more than he did? Yeah, it he sounds. Can? I mean, I think you would yeah. agree. It sounds like Jim Schwartz was kind of leaning in that direction when we spoke to him on Tuesday. So splitting snaps with Graham—is that what you think? Well, he. You know, Jim was asked if, if seventy-one snaps was too many for Corey Graham, who's who's been a nice um, situational Situated. player uh, for the Eagles these last uh, you know two seasons, dime or big nickel. And he agreed. He said, yeah, that's too many. And then at one point when he was asked about Maddox, he said, I think we're going to see more of that there. And, you know, I I can understand why. Uh, That position you need, you need someone who can cover a lot of ground. And I think Maddox has some of the same skills as Rodney McLeod. And Jim certainly said that. Um, But I do agree with you that there will probably be a little bit of a a split. I don't think Maddox is going to be out there for every snap um, in center field. I mean, we saw last week he didn't play all of them out there. He played some, you know, slot in the dime and yeah. against certain plays, I guess you want Corey in certain schemes. You want Corey Graham in there versus Avante Maddox. But if you have a deep safety, I think I'd rather see Maddox back there than Corey Graham.
1: Yeah. That seems to be the direction they're going. I'm curious if Avante takes over that role and they keep Corey in the role that, that Corey Graham had. It's possible, which was in that third. Maybe, maybe
0: eventually at some point. Yeah.
1: Because these Graham did play a, a lot of snaps uh, like that. Now, that's a lot to ask of Avante Maddox. I know the Eagles are very high on him. They think he, he has the skill set to do it, as we discussed in the last podcast. But you're in week five right now. It's hard to experiment with things in week five. So
0: I'm very curious to see how that shakes well, out. Well, you know, I think their thinking probably is let's start getting it going now in week five yeah. as opposed to week seven or eight. Or, let's, let's get him comfortable in that position because that's probably likely going to be where they're going to have him. The Rest of the season now, Rodney McLeod may still come back at some point, mm-hmm. but we don't know about that. Um, but if you're looking at the Vikings, I mean, they have two really good outside receivers in Adam Thielen and, and Stefan Diggs. Thielen already has 40 catches, yeah. he's on pace for 160 catches this season. John DeFlippo is trying to set records there, in yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, as you mentioned, they've been trying a lot, so that has yeah. something to do with why they've been so past happy but those are two good receivers and, and those are good those are guys you're, you're going to want to throw to a, a fair amount um, are they going to keep Mills and Darby on, on their sides it doesn't really matter as much in this game I think
1: yeah I, I got to think that's that's the path they would go with although I would kind of like to see Mills lined up against Thielen and uh, Darby against Diggs I, I think speed versus speed size versus size yeah I, I mean Thielen's the bigger is, yeah. is, 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 is the bigger of the two and I just think Mills is, is – he likes to be physical. I think he's, he's, he's better against the bigger receivers now. Thielen can do everything. Thielen's a good, complete receiver. But I just think that with, with, uh, with Mills and the way he plays, that's a matchup I would like to
0: see. I just think the Eagles are going to stick to left side and right side. Yeah, I mean because, again, I mean they're only in man defense so, so much. and There is an argument for keeping guys on their sides because that's what they're comfortable in also in certain zones. Switch it up yeah. like, on them, you know, asking them to do something different. I know it's just one side versus the other, but there are different responsibilities in terms of leverage and how you play your position. I don't think Jim's going to have anybody following anybody. Maybe Mills against Odell Beckham, since he did a pretty good job against them last year. So uh,
1: the last time we spoke, well, it wasn't clear what if there were, if there would be personnel changes. You asked Doug Peterson Monday's press conference if they'll make any changes. Uh, he said they're going to evaluate everything, so he did not rule it out. The only change we've seen thus far is Bruce Hector's out and Hester, the other, the practice squad defensive tackles in. Do you think that's really the only change we'll see?
0: I, I don't know. I don't take them on. Their, I don't take them on their word. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've heard things. You know, heard things before on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then yeah. Sunday rolls around, and oh, okay, you know. Yeah, um, Ronnie McLeod went from being like,
1: "Yeah, we'll see, we'll see." To yeah. he's out for the year. And yeah. there, there
0: was a report from someone who works for the Eagles that Jalen Mills would be at safety, yeah, or might might be at safety. And no, he didn't even practice there, uh, according to Jim. Although I thought maybe they they gave him a couple looks there, um, to not even playing there at all. So, you know, it's it's going to be a tough assignment for those guys. I think for both those guys on Sunday, but. That Vikings offensive line is still not no. great. And they've
1: had injuries there. I, I mean, they, they have some key pieces who are out. Uh, they're going with you with younger players. Uh, Brian O'Neill's a relatively local guy from, from Delaware, went to Pittsburgh, um, and he's been getting a, a lot of time for the Vikings. So I think
0: the Eagles need to win at the line of scrimmage. The last two times they played the Vikings, that's where they won at the line of so. scrimmage. Right, and the interior of that line is not great. Uh, both guards— are not impressive, uh, Tom Compton and Mike Rummers, if you ask me. And if Fletcher Cox gets a one-on-one opportunity, and he might not get any, but if he does, he's going to win him. And that's, you know, that's the guy that obviously the Vikings are going to key on. But the other guys have to step up as well um, on the outside. Switch over to the defensive side of the ball.
1: I, I was just going to say we, Go should,
0: we should note that
1: we're when we're taping this, we haven't yet seen Friday's practice. Um, but Derek Barnett did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Barnett's been the defensive end playing the most for the Eagles this year. Uh, if he's not 100%, do you see any
0: changes to the rotation? Well, he's got a shoulder injury, which is tough, obviously, for that position. Uh, he's been playing well these last two games. Mm-hmm. He was playing pretty good the first two games. He has some penalties, didn't record a sack, but he's probably been their best pass edge rusher, I think, these last two games. And if he's not out there, I mean, you can get by with three guys. Maybe you activate Stephen Means. I mean, Stephen Means. Yeah, Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat, yeah. Stephen Means. He's been here. For, he was here for so long. <laughs> I needs he needs to be active in he, I mean, yeah. he was that yeah. fifth guy that was yeah. active so much. But anyway, maybe you give Sweat an opportunity. Um, you know, they, they've been going basically with just three defensive tackles inside mm-hmm.
1: because they've been using in, uh, the, the defensive end inside. So it's I'm real curious to see
0: how how, yeah. how that affects them. And yeah, we we have to ask Doug about Barnett. He finished the game. It didn't yeah, seem he did seem like yeah. And I I saw him in the locker room on Monday. So, I mean, that doesn't really say much about whether his shoulder's hurting him enough so he can't play. We'll see. Defensive end, I mean, it's not super important for you to be out there for for two practices. Mm -hmm. But if if he's out back by Friday, I'd assume he'll be able to play Sunday. Um, Other side of the ball, Eagles offense. I think we know the biggest issue right now with them is protecting Carson Wentz. Is this going to go away? I mean, is this going to magically, magically cure itself with with Jason Peters still having a quad and Jason, and Jason Kelsey not looking like Jason Kelsey yeah, from last uh, year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think those guys will get healthier. Um, I do think blitz pickup has been a major issue. Uh, they're going get healthier, really? Out. I wonder. Well, that's a good point because they're playing every week. Uh, I, I think the Eagles will – I'm not worried about the offensive line so much. I'm worried about the blitz pickup. Um, and they still won't have Darren Sproles out there. Uh, you're going to see Wendell Smallwood – Probably yeah, but that's not the only Litz. issue.
0: That, that was the only reason why Carson Wentz was under duress. I mean, there were a few of them small smaller than pick him up. No, but.
1: but look, I don't think defensive ends are going to beat Lane Johnson like, like Landry did on that play every week. I, I just I – I have confidence in Lane Johnson. Jason Peters, that's a different question. I mean, you're trusting a 36-year-old who's coming off a major injury. Uh, so that's something to watch. But I, 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 I understand – the way you played in the past doesn't mean that's how you're how you're gonna play this year. Uh, every year is a new year. Every game's a new game. But there is a degree of equity this offensive line has has built, and I think they'll figure it out. Um, but I, I'm gonna
0: watch Jason Peters. I'm gonna watch Jason Peters closely on Sunday. Yeah, I don't think they were particularly bad in this game. Some of them were scheme related. I put that some of that on the coaches. Some of them were just. You know, tip your hat to the Vikings who made good calls. The Vikings, yeah. And the, if you ask the Eagles, they'll say, well, we just put ourselves in too many third and long situations. They weren't getting it done on first and second down. And I know that's kind of uh Yeah, that,
1: you always hear that. You know, what's your problem on third down? But it's true. They had an yeah, average of
0: third and ten on Sunday. You're not yeah. going to win. You're not going no, to many drives that on that. True. On that. And there were a combination of reasons for that happening. And a lot of times it's just keep they keep kicking themselves in the foot. Uh, collective foot, whether it's with penalties, penalties exactly, and sacks. Um, they're not sharp. They're not. They're not playing as sharp as we saw as we saw last year, and there are reasons why for that. I mean, you know, Carson, as well as he's played, I think these last two days, considering he's coming off the knee um, surgery, that's a new quarterback back there uh, this season. After two days, two games with Nick Foles, and the last six of last year, and then you have other injuries. Running back, as you mentioned, Darren Sproles is out. Corey Clement's been a big part of this offense. He both of them look like they're going to play Sunday. So you have Jai Jay and Wendell Smallwood as the top two guys, which is fine. You can get by with that. I think they both ran well last week. Although they need to give Alshon Jeffrey offseason surgery every year Yeah. because he came
1: back and looked better than he's ever played.
0: Yeah. Um, now, now maybe that injury was. Really I mean, effective. I think that's. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the point. I, I, I wrote a story about Alshon just kind of looking at the film of that game, and he boy, he looks good. Yeah. And uh, he's you know he wasn't a difference maker, quote unquote, because uh, they lost against the Titans, but I think this season you'll see more of the Alshon yep. pre-free pre, uh, agency signing.
1: And we talked a lot before they signed him about those 50-50 balls. I think you're seeing the strength of the shoulder there in that he can go up and get those balls.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you've, been a, you've been on the uh, Alshon training from the beginning, and you know, I was kind of like critical of him last year because if you saw the number of targets versus catches, yeah. he was last in the NFL amongst, amongst starting outside receivers. 120 targets only, what, 57 catches. I think less than 50%, which is not good. Now, some of that has to do with chemistry, developing a chemistry, uh, some chemistry with your quarterback. I think Carson and Alshon are feeling more in rhythm. Um, and you certainly saw that on Sunday with the back shoulder pass, yep. that one. You saw the jump ball certainly in the end zone. And then, of course, with that, that fade, it was a slot fade. So uh, Alshon is a factor. He's an X factor. And that should open things up for everybody else. I think the Eagles thought that on Sunday. That's why, Alshon, that's why uh, Nelson Aguilar... Had 12 targets, but he didn't get the job done. He dropped three or four of them. And he's not – he's, what, averaging 6.7 yards per catch? He's a yards-after-the-catch type of guy. Yeah, he was at, what,
1: 12-plus yards per catch last season. What's going on? I mean – Well, in those first few weeks, I think it was the defensive attention. Um, I think not having Alshon there hurt him. Last week, he had opportunities. He had a lot of opportunities and just just didn't – he looked like the 2016 Nelson – I think he's a better player than that. Um, again, I think it's too early to panic with Aguilar. He's getting open, um, but he needs to catch the ball.
0: He needs to catch the ball. and, and he, I don't think he was a big problem the first yeah. three games. I think some had to do again with, with the overall problems on offense. But you know, yeah. looking at the Vikings, if we you know transition here a little bit. They're, they're, let's first look at the secondary. Let's start backwards. Um, you have Xavier Rhodes as their mm-hmm. top cornerback. I think he's kind of struggled a little bit this year. Doug thinks that he'll follow Alshon Jeffrey. He didn't follow him. He played a lot of – uh, up against Alshon Jeffrey in the playoff game, in the NFC Championship game. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. Do you think they have him do that? And if so, what's the advantage to either side?
1: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, Doug seems to think that. I I don't you might think that teams. That. Yeah, teams haven't really followed Alshon that much. I mean, we, I, I remember Week One last year. We kind of thought Josh Norman would would follow him, and that that, that really didn't come to fruition. Well, I think maybe because so. you at least
0: had somebody on the other side. You know, in terms of people were hard, yeah. hard on Tory, but the other yeah, guy yeah. is going to be either Jordan Matthews or um, Kamari Aiken. Sure, and, and I think Jordan is Jordan. You know, had a nice mm-hmm. touchdown. So last maybe swing, that's so. why Doug thinks it. Maybe Doug's no, that's like, what I was thinking. Yeah,
1: Doug's coming from. Yeah, Doug's like Doug's looking at from yeah, his point of view. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they're going to try to get
0: just take Alshon out, out, out and, and let and let the other guy yeah. on the outside. That's try a good and point. Maybe.
1: Uh, yeah, the more we discuss it, maybe that that's going to be what happens.
0: Do you think we'll see more of the 12, 12 – 13 personnel, just with the fact that, I mean, look, they have two good linebackers in Eric Hendricks and Anthony Barr. They play all three downs or mostly all, mostly down. But the but teams have been able to exploit those guys in pass coverage, play action. Um, yeah, I don't do think you, we'll see 13. Do you throw out a 12?
1: I think we'll see more 12. Um, and, you know, you saw last week. Jordan Matthews played more than Dallas Goddard. I, I would think you can get Goddard on the field more.
0: And when Goddard was out there, I mean, you know, drew a pass interference, yeah, caught yeah. a couple passes. I'm, I'm in favor
1: of playing Goddard more. I, I've said I've that. I think so. that would um, be a, a, a good route for the Eagles to go. Uh, so, yeah, so, so that's that's what I think they should do. I think Jordan Matthews is is a good player who will be good in a situational role for them, but I wouldn't maybe – have that distribution,
0: that playing time distribution, reversed a little more, had Goddard taken more snaps than Matthews. Yeah, we all know Mike Zimmer, um, one of the best defensive minds in the NFL. He loves that double-A gap blitz, although he didn't really – he kind of has gotten away from it a little bit. He joked about it last year, remember, before the playoffs <laughs> when people asked him about it. He's like, yeah, everyone else is copying off me. Yeah. I'm trying to do something different. So you'll see a lot of exotic pre-snap looks, and they'll change things up post-snap. Um, but the Eagles offensive line is, have struggled – Against you know various types of uh, blitz packages, you know, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think the Eagles combat that?
1: Well, with without having Darren Sproles in the backfield um, and without having Corey Clement, who was doing a better job than Smallwood, I mean Smallwood and Ajayi, if those are your two backs, blitz pickups to be something that that they're really going to need to watch. And I, I did not like what I saw last week. Uh, Doug Peterson even said that Smallwood had his eyes in the wrong place. And then he went on to say Smallwood's a great blitz picker-upper. Haven't heard of that no, one before. No, yeah. he's, he's not. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, so I, I keep putting it on the running backs. And Jason Kelsey and Carson Wentz need to do a better job with it, obviously, identifying blitzes. Well, they've but tried. It's, it's on the running back. Have it's you seen Kelsey? Back.
0: I've never seen this yeah. out of him so much. He's like pointing out yeah. basically the running back where he has to go. Yeah, so that's so then – He's got a lot on his plate. I mean, Kelsey knows what he's
1: doing. Wentz knows what he's doing. I'm not sure if Smallwood, that's, that's what he's doing well. And I think, I think that's an issue. When I watched the game last week over again, the blitzing was what stood out to me. Um, and teams are really blitzing them. Uh, and the Eagles need to show they can pick it well, up. Well,
0: I mean, you know, we've heard this a million times. I mean, blitzing is also an opportunity for an offense to strike and to strike big. A lot, of quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks want it. And Carson Wentz typically takes it upon himself. He's okay with that extra rusher because he either thinks he's going to beat him um, in terms of uh, extending the play, or he's going to know what hot receiver to go to. Now, Zimmer is great disguising those blitzes. I mean, he'll have something, you know, he'll make a play, receiver look like he's going to be hot, but he's not hot. Yeah. So you, you have to be careful. Well, it's it's interesting you
1: say that because I was thinking earlier that the two plays that the defense have allowed this year that, that really seem to be kind of sticking in the crawl, they, they you remember weeks later, was Deshaun Jackson, the first play of the game. And the Titans the last play of the game. You know, the overtime both of them were blitzes. Um and so Jim Schwartz doesn't like the blitz traditionally um, because he says when you blitz, you, you're exposed, just like you said.
0: Absolutely. So I think the Eagles need to take advantage of the blitz when they see it. Right. Of course, you know, Jim, he walks out, says he walks out. <laughs> At the length, <laughs> and yep. fans are like, blitz more! Yep. yep. The blitz more! I mean, Fans you know, love blitzing. You're going to get more rush if you blitz. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Yeah. It does not necessarily mean as, as the
1: final play of the game showed. You know, they uh, if the Eagles sent the blitz <laughs> against the Titans, if they sack them there, game's over. So, have you picked a final score yet? I did. Um, I have the Eagles winning this one 28 19. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. I Now, why wow. closer? But cover? Yeah, cover. Over? Yeah, now. And over. winning
0: by a significant um, amount. But, uh,
1: yeah, so I. I uh, the Eagles are tough at home.
0: Yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's why I'm picking the Eagles.
1: I like this matchup. Um, I understand that game got out of hand last year yeah. when. Yeah. When the Eagles, you know, scored back to back, you had Patrick Robinson's touchdown there. But even still, I, I just this is a matchup that I think favors the Eagles. There's some teams they don't match up well against. This is a team I think they do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree to some extent. I also look at that that rot. I mean, they have a lot of talent on that Vikings team. A lot of talent. I, mean, I Dalvin Cook is active. He could be a handful. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't then, worry as so much about the Eagles' pass uh, run run stopping, but.
1: But Cook hasn't. I mean, Cook hasn't been right this year. Um, no. You know, they had him on a snap count last week against the Rams. I think that would have made a difference in that Rams game. He missed practice on Wednesday, so um, he's he's a dynamic player, but just hasn't been that
0: yet this year. No. I had the Eagles winning by one point, twenty four twenty three. I think it okay, comes down to last minute okay. field goal, and um, they'll move the three and two. Big, big side relief. From inside here, the Nova Care and I guess from Eagles fans and then we'll see what happens next week. A quick the turnaround. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround to the Giants. All right, well that's it here for the uh, Bird's Eye View Podcast. That is Zach Berman on Jeff McClain and we'll talk to you after Sunday's game.